right off the bat. Thomas Drew, what's your revolution? My revolution is really, and, and this is something that I've kind of had a realization of over the past two years, I would say, but it really hit me during COVID when a lot of people were going through things and a lot of people were, were kind of down and out and they needed a little support. Uh, they needed a little love. My goal and my rev- revolution is for everyone that meets me, listens to me, has a relationship with me. I really want them to become better for that. I want to bring light in people's lives, inspire people. And I think if I'm able to do that at a large scale, it not only will be my revolution, but it may be the spark for multiple revolutions for, for many other people. Revolution, revolution, revolution. Can I have your attention for a moment? What's good, revolution? What's good, revolution? Welcome to the What's a Revolution show. A show for men and the people who love them. We'll discuss how men can find and embrace the revolution within themselves. I am your host, Dr. Charles Corporal. What's good, revolutionaries? I hope all is well. We are doing our thing, everybody. It is December. It is December and... You know, those of you who know me that uh, know that I am not in the Christmas spirit right now. <laughs> I, I, am, I am definitely not in the Christmas spirit, but the 23rd is coming. I, you know, we still got about nine more days before that Christmas spirit hits me, and I will be excited about the holidays. But until then, I am still the Grinch. I am still Bah Humbug, right? We still, got, we still got work to do. There's still revolutions to happen in the world, and we're still trying to make them happen. Uh, I hope that you are doing your thing. I hope that you are making sure that your revolutions are fulfilled. You still have 17 days to finish your revolution for the year. I've been asking you that all year. What's your revolution? And hopefully you have found it. You have you have proliferated it. And you are then making sure that it is closed well. But that you're also planning for 2022 revolutionaries. That you're thinking about, okay, I was good. I made good on my promise. I made good on this revolution. That you were intentional about that. But then you continue to ask, well, how can I get better? How can I grow? How can I do the things that I need to do in this life to be the best version of myself? And I give a shout out to my line brother, Dr. Antoine Hickman, who was always pushing me to say, you know what? I ain't going to find the best version of myself, but I damn sure going to try every day to find that best version of to be the best version of myself. So keep pushing revolutionaries. Keep doing your thing. I want to shout out to my boy. My boy, my homie, the homie, Dr. Derek Greenfield for always pushing, uh, always showing the way, always providing a path for, a path for new adventures in the world. <laughs> Just came back from Colombia, Bogota, Cartagena, and Medellin, man. Plan on going back. But thank you, dear brother, for always saying, you know what, when you want to get up and go in the world, I got you. I'm with you. So shout out to you. As I think about this, I think about the close of the year. I think about... You know, I think about my body. I think about how I want to take care of my body, doing the things that I that I need to do in this life to be better, to be more fruitful, to be more whole, whether it's my mind or my body and my spirit. And I'm again thinking about that as we close the year, we need to be thinking about what it means to be healthy, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, whole. So I wanted to have this conversation with this this brother who is doing a, a, amazing things. Thomas Drew, Thomas Drew, the CEO, co-founder of One in One Life. Dear brother, how are you? And welcome to the What's Your Revolution show. Charles, thank you, man. I am uh, great. 
I'm great. I'm great. I hope everybody who's who's listening and watching is great, and I hope you're great as well. Thank you for having me in. Uh, uh, look, we look we look forward to this conversation, dear brother. Look, man, let's just let's just go ahead and get this question out of the way because. You know, I think it's still the most important question in people's lives, the most thought-provoking, most thought-provoking question in one's life. Thomas Drew, what's your revolution? What's your revolution? Right off the bat, my uh, my my revolution is really, and and this is something that I've kind of had a realization of over the past two years, I would say, but it really hit me during COVID um, when a lot of people were going through things and a lot of people were were kind of down and out and, and, and they needed a little light. They needed a little support. Uh, they needed a little love. My goal and my rev- revolution as, as a person and a, and a businessman and just a, a renaissance man, because that's really what I, what I aim to be is for everyone that meets me, listens to me, has a relationship with me. I really want them to become better for that. I want to bring light in people's lives inspire people. And I think if I'm able to do that at a large scale, it not only will be my revolution, but it may be the spark for multiple revolutions for, for many other people. Mm. Say that last part again, right? Cause I, I, I want people, I want my revolutionaries to hear that, right? That, that last part. Right. And I, I mean, I think that's, that's the thing. I, I forgot where I really caught that at, at the first time, but it, it's really just the idea of, if I can be the spark, if if my process and and my revolution, which is trying to to do the greatest amount of good for the most amount of people, my singular revolution can create a whole bunch of other revolutions for other people. And and that's really how you make a difference. That's how you make a difference. And the reason why I wanted you to, you know, as we say, you in New York, run that back, right? <laughs> to run, run, run back. that back, you know, in the wait, in the right. block. Yeah, exactly. Is that we've been saying that for five years, right? That this revolution right here, right, should create revolutions all across the world, right? We should see something. Somebody should say, "Yo, I listened to that conversation with Thomas Jewell from One on One Life, One in One Life, and." I was able to shift something in me. I listened to the What's Your Revolution show and right, I was able to like do something different. That's what we have to do, right? It's not about us. And it sounds like that we both don't wake up thinking like, yeah, my revolution this year is about intention. I need to be intentional about my life. No, I need to be intentional about doing the things so when people see me, right, this light, when they see you, this light burning because we're doing the work, they're like, yo, I can do the same thing. So, brother, thank you for affirming that. And look, I know when we get into this conversation, you're going to show us how your light is inspiring other revolutions in the world. So people want to know, right? Understanding a revolution. Who are you? Like, who is Thomas Drew? Man, I'm just, a, you know, tall black guy trying to make it. No, <laughs> I'm, um, <laughs> You know, I, uh, I'm, I'm from the Midwest, man. I'm, um, you know, not to age myself, but I'm getting ready to turn 30 in February. So I'm at that interesting age where, um, you know, I'm, I'm still young enough to obviously experience a lot, but I'm old enough to, to have had, to have had some experience. Um, and, you know, like I said, I, I really like to see myself as a, as a Renaissance man, obviously my, my main focus and who I am is, is really leading this company, 
um, you know, one in one life, we, we call ourselves a mental health and wellness performance company. Uh, you know, for those that don't know, which is probably mostly anybody that's watching this, we really present ourselves as a media and, and content engine, but on the back end, we have tons of products and services and solutions to help people become 1% better each day, which is our thing. Um, you know, mind first, body second, really helping people become the best versions of themselves and improving the human condition. And the reason why uh, my business partner and I are so passionate about this is because, um, you know, growing up, I had my own mental health and, and wellness struggles of my own, um, just being young and, and black. And I skipped a grade. Um, you know, I was in gifted and talented school and all this other type of stuff. I was a nerd. I really didn't fit in. Um, and I've, I've, I've shared this with, with people openly because I think vulnerability and all these things are really important. I, I see it as a sign of strength, but the bullying and the not fitting in and all this other type of stuff, uh, around when I was like 12 or 13 years old, I really got to the point of, of thinking about taking my own life mm. when I was that age. And, you know, because of my support system, um, and my parents and, and the people that were there and the family that were there. I brought myself out of that. And I always had this vision of the man that I wanted to become the person that I wanted to become. And even back then, once I realized that, you know, as long as I believed in myself, worked on myself and believed in compound interest and in, in what time actually does that I would get to where I wanted to be. And, you know, that's why every single day doing the work with the company uh, is so important to me because we really focus on, serving underserved communities first. We're inclusive and and we want to be representative of of everyone, but who we serve are the underserved. And, you know, people of color don't have the right representation and wellness. We're really big on that. Um, other communities like men's mental health and things like that that aren't talked about in the right way, really big on that. Um, and so that's the company side, but uh, the, the the person side, man, I'm I'm very passionate about obviously wellness and mental health, but just taking care of yourself mentally and physically. And, and, and I'm also very passionate about, um, you know, storytelling, entrepreneurship, uh, music, and, 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 you know, just making an impact while I'm here. Yeah. Brother, thank you so much, man. There's, there's so many things to, to pull for that, to pull from that. And one, I appreciate the story and thank you for sharing. Uh, it means a lot when brothers come on the show and, show us who they really are and we are not you know as my my dear brother Jarvis DeBerry says that we are ordinary people and that there's nothing wrong with being ordinary people is that black men don't have to be extraordinary right we are not superhuman we wake up as human every day and the, the struggles and the triumphs because that's what you hear in in the story that you just told Thomas that there are struggles and, and tremendous struggles right with mental health but there's also triumphs right we're here together today celebrating right this moment together and i want to make sure that we acknowledge that that you know with tribes with community with the people who we know can support us reaching out and saying i need help that's what it sounds like but there was one thing that I want to pull out even further, brother, because I, I think that is the crux of our conversation today, um, is that you said something around compound interest, right? And, and, and wait a second, because usually when I think about compound interest, right, I'm a, I'm a finance guy, right? I'm a, I'm a money guy. And 
you talking about compound interest, right? I, I throw my money in, and then right each month or each each right th- that money it continues to grow, right? The interest I get six percent, six percent a month, six percent a week, or whatever is that that money is going to get growing and growing. But you're not talking about money. Mm-hmm. You talking well, about comp? You talking about wellness? You <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You talking mm-hmm. about wellness, right? Mm-hmm. So unpack that compound interest around wellness. That's what that's what I want to hear. Mm-hmm. Well, I I think a compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. That's how I look at it. Um, because in wellness, in in what's wrong with wellness, and it's not it's not a bad thing. It's just how it is. People get intimidated by it because of of what we see in society, what we see on social media, what we see every everywhere else. The way that you make strides and in, in what you need to understand, not just in wellness, but in life in general, is there's never really a quick fix to anything. Mm. And as long as you are able to understand that a little by little by little equals a lot, you're going to get to where you need to go. And in wellness and in, in your body and in yourself, that does not mean if you're not used to moving every day, if you're not used to working out, if you're not used to you know, eating a certain way or whatever it is, you don't need to then go from not being active to being in the gym for two hours Mm -hmm. the day after. It doesn't have to work like that. And it shouldn't work like that. What you need to think about and how everyone I feel should approach it is it starts with the mental conditioning to understand, okay, I'm going to identify who I am right now. I'm going to identify where I'm trying to go. I'm going to identify my strengths, my weaknesses, and the micro steps that are going to lead to the larger goals that are going to help me get there. And it's about the micro steps, man. It's about like, okay, you know, it, it might start with a 15 minute walk. I mean, even me, my, my, myself, I can give you an example. I had this kind of realization where, and, and because I played college basketball in college, I'm, I'm like a maniac, man. Like if I don't, if I don't go to the gym, in like three days, I started losing my mind. Like seriously. Yeah. And, but my thing was, you know, because I'm getting older and stuff like that, I started feeling kind of tight and I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to look at what I'm doing. I need to take a step back. I need to really do a a top down view and look at what I'm doing. And I was like, okay, you know, I talked to, to my trainer and my mental performance coach and like my team. And I'm like, okay, I can't just go in the gym and pick up weights and put them down anymore. And I can't just run and just do all these things. I I can't do my regular basketball workouts. And the one thing that I did that was a little thing every single day that's equaling a lot is stretching for 20 minutes every day Mm. in the morning. Right. And, and, And so think about that, right? 20 minutes every day of stretching. What does that do to my body? and my muscles and my mind and my dexterity and my flexibility over time. It's going to allow me to, I'll never forget. I was in the gym and this, and this guy in my building, he's like in his, I think he's in his like late forties, triathlete, ridiculous shape. He's old. Like, he's really old. Oh, and, and he's doing tri right. And doing triathlons. And he was like, look, man, it really comes down to this. He's like, just, you just got to make sure whether it's, a little bit or a lot, you just got to move every day. And this is why an object in motion stays in motion. I was like, there it is. That's it. That's That's it. it. He's like, if you just continue to, and it doesn't have to be a lot, 
It can just be a little bit. And some days it can be a little bit more. But it's this consistent conditioning of compound interest that from a wellness point of view, it starts to turn into clockwork, just like everything else. If you study all the greats and profession and everything that they do, the main reason why they're so good at what they do is repetition. Like another example is like, you know, Steph Curry, like all these basketball players nowadays think they just go in the gym and throw up all these shots. The reason why these shots fall for Steph Curry is because he's put in an insane amount of reps and an insane amount of work consistently over time. His compound interest is a, is a different thing. Yeah. And so that's how you should look at it from, from a wellness point of view. And it's like, you know, a, another thing, uh, um, you know, one of our experts at one and one, his name is Soji. He put it beautifully. He's like, you look at yourself as a bank, like the, the bank of Charles, the bank of T drew. And every day you're depositing a little bit, whether it's a dollar, whether it's a hundred dollars, whether it's $10 into that bank. And just like financial compound interest, you get wellness compound interest. And even if you do 1% every day, that equals 365% mm. by the end of the year. Where are you? That's a revolution. <laughs> 100%. That is a revolution right there, dear brother. Look, and I, I keep thinking, right, as, as you're talking and, you know, shout out to Arthur Lee Graham, right? Congratulations on becoming Lieutenant Arthur Lee Graham and and my listeners have heard this story a little before but I want to I want to tell you. So the story of compound interest is really interesting because I cycle and uh I'm an omega and so we you know and I'm old you know I, I said when you talked about the dude who was in his 40s he was like he's he's old like I'm I'm 50 and I cycle I run triathlons uh, you like the, 30 man. good for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey man look man I'm just, you know what I'm saying I'm trying. <laughs> you know Great. But my, my frat brother and my good friend, Arthur Arthur Lee Graham, um, started riding maybe 14 months ago. And the first time that he came out to ride with us, right, the brother, the brother didn't even clip in, right? He had on tennis, he had on tennis shoes. And like, like you, know, you know, the pedals that we had when we were kids on our bike, right? He had a nice, nice bike, but that then had eclipse, right? To 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 clip in. And so we laughed at him, like, bro, you 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 can't keep up with us, right? Mm -hmm. Laughed at him. But you talk about this compound interest. And so consistency. Came out and ride. Came out and ride. Came out and ride. Consistency. All of a sudden he got the clips on, on the bike. Kept riding. Kept getting faster. You know, we were we were riding like 17, 18 miles an hour. Next thing you know, he was riding 18, 19, 20 hours, 20, you know, he was 20, 20 miles an hour. He was riding longer. He got to 21, 22, 23, longer, 24, 25, 26. So my frat brothers have a, a, a spring and fall challenge, right? Who can get the most miles, you know, most elevation. So the, the brother said, well, I'm in. So you know, he, he set the mileage record, rode, rode 900 miles the first time he won, 900 miles. So, you know, everybody was coming for him then. Consistency. I, I got it. So the next time he won, he rode 1,100 miles, Jeez. rode 200 miles the final day to win the challenge. So I, I want people to think about what Thomas just said about compound interest the, the the one thing the consistency about being great 
when you tell yourself or ask yourself what the revolution can be, it can be simply, as Thomas has said, just be 1% better each day. Because at the end of the year, this question that I've been asking you, what are you doing? You should have been saying to me, Corpru, I got 1% better yesterday. I'm going to be 1% better today. And when you ask me on December 31st what I am, I'm going to tell you I'm 365% better than I was January 1st. And this is what this looks like for me. Man, brother. <laughs> hey, man, that's, 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 that's it. And that's, that's something that, that no one can take away from you, too. That long. And, and, and the other thing that it, that it does, and, and, you know, I'm obviously huge on mental performance, and, you know, this was also the, the mindset of, of Kobe, which was one of, you know, I mean, he was one of the most inspirational people in my life, still is. Um, when things get hard and, and when you get punched in the mouth, especially as an entrepreneur and, and anybody else, there's always a point where you get punched in the mouth, no matter what like profession you're in. That ability to be consistent in that compound interest and in that work, you call on that mentally. In, in moments of, of, you know, pain and distress and uncertainty. And when you're able to go in the back of your mind and call on that and, and know that you've been consistent and know that you have put in and are putting in the steps the right way, it just does something for you in that moment where when you don't do that, you don't have that to call upon and it makes it, makes it easier to crumble in, the, in that moment. Yeah. The reservoir. That's what that's what comes to mind. You got to yeah. have that reservoir. And and uh, another shout out to one of my, my dear friends, my line brother, Frank Walton, who just got his Peloton and has never been on, you know, really cycled or spin. And, you know, we were riding one night. He was like, this is tough. And I remember, the you know, first day I got my Peloton, I was excited. Like, yo, I didn't, this is not a Peloton commercial, right? Everybody knows about my evangelical listen to Peloton, <laughs> right? I'm not saying that. I'm not, look, I'm not giving Peloton any free air time or telling them that I ride every, every day. I'm not saying that at all. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not, but I'll be on tonight. Uh, but, <laughs> and, but my other line brother, Stan, was like, look, you just got to be consistent. Right, you're just not gonna take a tune day ride, and you know what I'm saying. You're just not gonna take a tune day ride the first time and be good at it, or Alex, you know, or Hannah, or Allie, or whoever. You just not. But the thing about it is, if you're consistent, right, you're gonna see those numbers up. And and the wonderful thing, and we'll talk about the being able to track your your wellness, whether it be the the mental and physical aspects or spiritual aspects, are there. And so if you can track, and I think we'll talk about that in a few minutes, if you can track that and see that 1%, what, it, what does that 1% look like if I can track that? And how do I get better? How do I even, pre- look, how do I even prepare for this, Thomas? Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing, right? Because there are going to be times that are tough. And I got to be able to pull it. But if I'm not consistent, if I'm not prepared consistently, that reservoir is not there. And then what happens in times of stress? Right. You lose. Right. Because tell us about this. I'm going to ask you that question. Can you lose that one percent? That's that's a good question. I mean, just like just like everything else. I mean, if, if you know, and my my dad says this all the time, um, you know, just in his profession, he's an attorney. Um, and he's just like, look, if, if you don't use it, you lose it. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, that, that's that's why, you know, I mean, he's been practicing for 
God knows how long. And he's still, he's still in the trenches. He just, um, you know, shameless plug for my dad, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know if anybody's familiar with like the whole Larry Nasser case with yeah. you know, mm-hmm. Michigan state. And, you know, my dad's one of the lead attorneys. He represented over a hundred, um, you know, close to 200, uh, victims of that. And, and two days ago, they just settled for 380 million. Yeah. I saw that. And, you know, congrats uh, with your dad. Congratulations for your dad. Yeah. And, and, and he's just like, look, man, like, you know, if, if, if you don't use it, you lose it. It's yeah. a, it's a consistent grind. And, and what's crazy. And this is something else that maybe, you know, people that are listening to this can take away from just an exercise that I do, you know, pa- patterns never lie, man. You gotta, you gotta really study the study the patterns. You gotta be. I'm I'm obsessed with pattern recognition. Mm. Um, Tell me about that. If if you really if you really take a step back and say, okay, if you make a list of people and things that are successful, um, more specifically, people that have done successful things, whatever success means like to you, whether it's an amount of success and what they've given back, if it's an amount of success and what their companies have done if it's an amount of success and how much money they've made, how many people they've impacted, whatever it is. If you really do the research and look at what they did to get there and figure out their habits, what they do, you start to see similarities between all the people. And if you pull those similarities out, you already increase the chance of being successful wherever you do. I I love it when my revolutionaries get a masterclass, right? (laughs) I I love it, right? And so... What are the patterns that you have, right? What are the mm-hmm. patterns that you have pulled out in yourself that have made you successful? Because we're going to jump into what is making one and one life successful. Mm-hmm. What are the patterns that you see in yourself right now that you have to do that are propelling you forward in your success? Because in the green room, you told me about some huge successes, right? You, that's, a huge, that's a huge success, and we'll get to it. But you had to have some patterns to get there, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, so a, a, a few for me that, that, that I have really taken heed to, um, and some of them may be really simple, but I, I think it, it could just be good for the audience is I realized that, that you can't pour from an empty cup. That's number one. Um, and I have this, you know, I'm, I have a burning desire to, 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 to be successful and do great things. And a lot of that, a lot of time that desire puts me in a bad way and makes me forget about taking care of myself and makes me fully focus on results, output, the work, the grind, all this other type of stuff. But, but what I realized was that if I don't get sleep, if I don't do things that make me feel good, that are outside the realm of my work, if I don't, focus on my self-care. If I don't give back to me, I'm not able to create the best strategy. I'm not able to lead my team the right way. I'm not able to come up with the right ideas. So taking care of self, but really doing it so you're not pulling from a, pouring from an empty cup is one that I feel like a lot of people don't do that they should do. Yeah. Um, number two is never, ever be prideful enough to stop learning. Mm. Um, and, you know, I continue to learn in areas where I've put the 10,000 hours into to be very proficient, you know, even 
you know, in, in areas, I, I think it's a waste of time personally to spend a whole bunch of time trying to improve on your weaknesses. I think mm. you should identify what your strengths are. Well, th- this is another one just in and of itself. So I'll simplify it. Identify what your strengths are, double and triple down on your strengths, identify what your weaknesses are and delegate people <laughs> that are good at your weaknesses to help you. That's nice. That's something as a common thread that I've seen everybody successful do. Um, And when I say double down and triple down on strengths, it's understanding that these things are strengths of yours, but not being cocky and pompous to the point where you think that you still can't learn and get better at these things. And so I'm in this constant state of how can I learn more? How can I get diversity of thought? How can I be better? How can I adapt? Um, and, and that's another one, uh, uh, another pattern that I think is very important, um, is you gotta be a chameleon, man. You gotta, you gotta be able to adapt, um, because an entrepreneurship in the world, things are moving so fast, like all this NFT stuff, blockchain, Bitcoin, all this other type of stuff, the NFT blockchain thing wasn't even a thing like what a year ago it wasn't and you have to as an entrepreneur and just as a as a person that's trying to create things you have to be able to adapt you cannot be stuck in your ways um it's the reason why blockbusters in a bad way and the reason why netflix is in a good way Mm. um it's and and no shade to anybody who's, who's involved in any of these companies but but it's a reason why um you know, Apple is getting ready to hit a $4 trillion market cap. They continuously adapt. They're never <laughs> right. Exactly. They're never Give it that stock, buddy. Give it to right. me. Right. Exactly. Give it all Give to it me. Is. Right. You're, 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 and, and, and so as, as a, as a, as an entrepreneur and a person, that's just another thing that I've always made sure to add and, and just have in my toolkit. It's just this understanding of, of, you know, adapt. And and be nimble, um, and and continue to evolve, um, and so so those are really like my main ones, and 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 there's some other ones too. I think the just the importance of of a team, um, and understanding that a lot of times, and I talk to my business partner Corey about this all the time. Um, Corey is is tremendous and and phenomenal in his own right you know, I'm, I'm able to do my thing in, in my own right, but we both understand that we're better together. Yeah. And so, you know, just being able to set your ego and pride aside and say, if, if, if you're lucky enough to be able to, to do something and, and, and try to achieve things with someone in addition to you, where they compliment you, well, you know, my strengths are his weaknesses and, and vice versa. Um, you're able to do more things together. Yeah. And, and I think that's something just in, in the black community um, and entrepreneurship, we're too prideful. We have too much ego. I mean, I mean, there's, there's a reason why Corey and I, a big part of our story is just that we're two young black men as co-founders that want to show that that is possible at a high level <laughs> because we just don't, we just don't see it because we're always trying to one up each other. We're always trying to big bro each other. When, if, if, if one of us gets a shot, we don't extend the olive branch. We have a crab in the barrel mentality. And, you know, 
that's a, a another note to our story aside from the model itself. We just want other young entrepreneurs of color, but specifically black men to, to see us and say, okay, you know, Corey played professional football, came from the NFL. I started in, in, you know, college basketball. Corey got his master's while he was playing, all academic, Big Ten. You know, I got my master's at Columbia right after undergrad, was student ambassador at Columbia, and then was, you know, um, you know, all academic in my school. And we're now focused on how can we own a team? We don't want to play for the team anymore. Yeah. We're, we're trying to own one. So we want we want young entrepreneurs of color, specifically black men, to be able to look at us when we are kind of really hitting our stride with what we're trying to do and say, OK, I can do that. I can do that. My revolution sparks other revolutions. Right. This is yep. what I'm doing. Not for myself. Yep. I am sparking other revolution shout out to my boy right my the homie right the homie sean dove uh new yorker out there with the campaign for black male achievement as he talks about this thomas the one of the one of the the greatest statements on this show right one of the greatest statements ever said on this show uh in the five years that we've had it is that we need someone to help us midwife our dreams you mm. talk about teams right think think about that right like mm-hmm. when he said it, it, it right, right, even saying it now, you're right. It's a, it's, it's a little punch in the gut, right? Mm-hmm. Right, because as as I said, right. Wait a minute, how, that's that's a little feminine, right? That's a little you know. Think about midwife. But what he's saying is that you gotta have somebody else to, to help you reach in there, right? That dream is inside of you. Sometimes, right, like you said, you gotta have that person reach inside of you and help you pull that dream out. Well, you, you just got to see it. Yeah. Man. It's like, you know, and, and, you know, I, it's just, I'm, I'm not trying to make this, uh, 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 necessarily, a you know, calling out other, you know, cultural groups or whatever. But when you look at this stuff, when you're an entrepreneur, um, you know, that, that is white or any other race, there's tons of examples that you can look at. Like you, like it's there. And, and what I've realized is, and again, this goes back to our original point of, of one revolution inspiring multiple revolutions. All it takes is you seeing it and feeling it and you know you can do it. It's the reason why, like, and it, this is something that I do. I'm very big on thoughts become things and all this other type of stuff. I have gone to um, the most extravagant whatever places in New York City or things and I've just walked around just so I could feel it yeah, and touch it and be in it. And then from that point on, I'm like, okay, now I know I can get it. Right. And, and if you're around or, you know, you know, an entrepreneur of color that starts a business with his business partner, that's an entrepreneur of color, and they were able to grow their business and, and do good and, and fundraise and, and, you know, achieve amazing valuations and all these other things. And you meet them, you're like, oh, so this just went from a dream and a vision in my head to a reality that I'm seeing. Now it's a wrap. Now it's a wrap. Now now it's a wrap. And that feeling, at least for me, Thomas, like when, when I'm doing the same thing, 
I also realized that there's nothing different than they are to me. They're the same. They're same. They put their pants or whatever on just like I do. This is one of my favorite quotes from Steve Jobs. He said, once you realize that everything you see around you, the buildings, the cars, the establishments, the crazy art, everything in the world, once you look around and realize that everything that you see was created by somebody that was no smarter than you and had an opportunity that was the same as yours, you then realize that it's possible. That it, that, that it is possible. And the reality, the difference between those, in, in my opinion, Thomas, the difference between those who are doing and those who are not is the belief, is the belief that they can do it. Yep. What I, because talent is, you, you played ball, right? Mm-hmm. Talent is one thing, right? And talent will only get you so far, right? You can be talented. But I've seen I've seen some people who are not as talented as the most talented people be the better ball player, be oh, the better work. architect, right? Hard work, hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. It's another right. one. It, it, exactly, and I it, it, exactly, and I see it. I'm like, wait a minute, that person is not as talented as me. It is the belief that that person, that strongest belief that I'm going to go out and make this mine. Mm-hmm. Revolutionaries, if you don't believe right now in yourself, if you don't believe in the dream, it, it's it's not going to happen. And what what Thomas just said, bro, is, is yo, you need a team, someone to midwife help you midwife your dreams, and you got to believe, like you got to go out and just do. So leads me to this question, brother. I want to talk about one and one life, right? Because we we've got here. You've talked about entrepreneurship. You talked about all the things, but what led you to founding One and One Life? Well, yeah. So, really, um, you know, I mean, we we started the company. It was formed back in 2017. Again, this is how long these journeys last. People people think that stuff happens overnight, and we're still nowhere where we want to be. But yeah, we have some exciting traction. But this is a thing that's been five, six years in the making. Um, and it just started with this idea. You know, I, I met my business partner in New York City when I first moved here. He had just got done um, with his professional football career. Um, you know, he tore his ACL four times, had eight knee surgeries, had to end his career. Um, so, you know, in meeting him, you know, I knew he was battle tested, knew I could go to battle with him. Um, and, you know, I was just ready to, while I was in grad school, I was just ready to to just focus and do something that that was mine again. Um, started a clothing line a few years ago, failed, had an events company, all that, and I was ready to just do my next thing. And we met at the perfect time, but we we aligned on a couple of core things. And for any entrepreneurs listening to this, if you're going to to search for a co-founder or someone to build a business with, the most important thing is you have to both have alignment on who you really are, what drives you, but most importantly, your character and your morality. Um, Because we've been through a ridiculous amount of things, 
good and bad, but we've been able to stay solid because we both come from the same place internally. And what we were able to align on was that we were both passionate and we wanted to create a company that made people's lives better. And so much so that the original name of the company was going to be called baby, which was terrible, but it stood for be a better you. And, <laughs> and, you know, like that. yeah. And, and, you know, brand that, alignment was probably properly not good. Right. I mean, cause you know, we thought about baby fat and, you know, all that sort of stuff, but it, it was just, you know, that was, that was the core. And, you know, we were both passionate about that because we both wanted to, we knew that if we created something where that was the core, that we would have a purpose-driven business. And that, that's what's very important because when you create a solution and create something and have a business where it's purpose-driven, as long as you continue to adapt and figure it out, the money will come. If you make a business that is about money, that doesn't have a purpose, it's way easier for that business to fizzle out and not scale because there's no passion there. Yeah. If the passion for what you're doing in the business is making money, then that's not really going to get you up every day at some point. So it started there and it evolved into in, in 2019, a really important moment for the company was when we went from, you know, we started as like an athleisure company and, you know, we were figuring things out, testing and failing and sold a little bit and whatever. But we kind of had this moment where we realized that there was a need and that we can make the greatest impact over the greatest amount of people and really help people through content and through storytelling, mm -hmm. which was something that we were very passionate about. We were looking at all these platforms and we were like, well, none of these platforms are really speaking to us. Yes. Right. Yes. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, like, wait, wait. Say that again. Say that that last part again. I, I just none of these platforms were speaking to us. Yes. Right. They they weren't they weren't they weren't talking about wellness in a way that we re they really grabbed us or, or they weren't really covering topics that we cared about. We we there wasn't really a place that had visual representation in media that looked like us simple, but like there wasn't, there wasn't really that. And so we were like, well, we know that, that we're good at content. We understand social media. We understand how we can make an impact through content. So let's focus on this content engine. Yeah. Let's focus on it. Let's, let's build it. We know we're not going to be able to monetize it immediately as in majority of media and content, but as we build the content library, as we build the audience, we can figure out a way to do that. And so that's when our business model kind of shifted to content media first. And even as you see now, oneinonelife.com, we present ourselves up front as a content and, and media company. But now, two years later, and, and we really had our moment during COVID because when COVID happened, as, as everyone knows, mental health and wellness was, was, you know, automatically in the forefront. People cared about it, but then people really cared about it. People really cared about it. And then George Floyd happened. So all of a sudden, everybody loves black owned businesses. <laughs> so then you add that with when COVID happened, 
you know, I, I literally saw in real time companies that never talked about wellness or mental health completely shift their whole strategy. Shift. And we were sitting there like, well, we've been doing this like, hey, and literally from 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 2020, starting in the middle and in the beginning of 2020, because, you know, COVID happened and and, um, you know, it really began in like early March of 2020. Um, from 2020 to 2021, we saw a 500 percent increase in organic web traffic. Yeah, yeah. Organic. Um, you know, we saw our email list increase. We saw like everything, social media, everything. Um, our, our PR team. I mean, we were featured in over 80 publications wow. um, and, and individual media placements, just, you know, from our content, our experts, our founder story, what we're doing. Um, you know, That's beautiful brother. Congratulations. Companies like, thank you, man. Companies like mind body came knocking on our door, partnering with them. Um, and, you know, started our mental health podcast that, that started to grow. And so, um, you know, where we are now, like I said, the content in, in the media is, is really what, what, what's making people 1% better each day and really helping people. But now, um, we have other amazing things that that trickles down to. So for example, um, we have our digital health product, which is called one in one you, um, and it's software, digital coaches, customized workouts, customized nutrition, mindset coaching can be on your mobile app, on your iPad, on your laptop, whatever. Um, you know, we haven't even spent a dollar of advertising on that. We have, you know, almost a hundred people that are on it, that are right. loving it. That, but, and, you know, everything that we've done with content since 2019, like I told you before, you know, I'm under NDA, so I can't really mention it, yeah. but, um, you know, we secured a, huge partnership um with one of the 10 biggest companies in the world by market cap um right. so if if you look at the if you look at the top 10 companies in the world uh, uh one of those 10 one of those 10 um you know we're partnered with at an extremely high level and and um you know we started conversations for that in September 2020 um we just got the 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 deal done after you know tons of just working together and figuring it out and proving ourselves as a small company that we were worthy of it and all these right. other things three days ago. Um, and that's another example of compound interest. Oh, that's where I was going with it. Bro. Yes. Year, yes. It, it took a year and three months to get this fully signed, sealed and delivered. And this is something that people aren't going to see until the year 2023. Right. And so, again, it's just another example of consistency. It, you, 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 you chop away at the sculpture little by little to create a beautiful sculpture. It's not like you go up to the sculpture and hit it once and then all right. the stone boom, comes off. Boom, boom. Beyonce. Right. And so, you know, right. And so, you know, it, it was just one of those moments with the company, man, where, where it's just like our work over time, you know, we have – over a thousand pieces of original content that, that, it, that, you know, is helping people come become 1% better each day. Mm. We have partnerships with tons of companies. We have an amazing, um, you know, newsletter that that's free. That's helping people. Um, you know, like I said, I, our, our mental health podcasts, you know, 
has an average five-star rating. I get DMs and comments all the time about, you know, people saying that it saved their life and wow. all this other type of stuff, wow. which is amazing. Um, and just knowing that, uh, you know, during this year, when we get done with this fundraising push and we bring on some more cool talent and um, we wrap this whole experience up into our, our front-facing media and content app, which I'm really excited about, um, you know, come 2023, uh, and even before then, you know, we're going to be able to make millions of people 1% better each day. And, and that's, that's signed on a dotted line. So, um, you know, that's, that's a glimpse into, into one-on-one life and what we're doing and, and, um, you know, becoming a part of our community and kind of getting into the ecosystem now and, and just learning about what we do and just, just exploring and, and, and looking at the content, listening and, you know, we're going to be improving our experience tons um, over the next, uh, you know, couple quarters. Uh, it's it's just exciting to not only be able to lead something like this, but to to really start to see it all come together. But again, um, it's five years in the making, man. It, does, it, and, it um, doesn't start out like that, brother. Look, one, congratulations. One, two, congratulations. Like, <laughs> Look, it is the epitome as we talk about. I, I love this this consistency and compound interest, right? That's the title of this show, right? When I when I when we when we when we finish this up, right? We go back to the I send this to my engineer. We put it out. Compound interest, right? That's that's the hook right there. And you know, thinking about that five years and where you were, and now being able to have content one revolutionaries go one and one one and one life dot com right tremendous content around mental wellness health opportunities where can we what's the name of the podcast again it's called off the cuff it's called off the cuff with danny low priori that's our um that, that's our host name gotcha. you type it into youtube and um you know he's um an amazing so he he has he has a little over two hundred thousand followers on instagram he's like really um he's a comedian entrepreneur funny guy but He's he was diagnosed with with bipolar type two mm. and, um, you know, just some other things that he struggles with. And and funny quick story around that is when we first started our podcast, it's always been called off the cuff because I wanted to go off the cuff about mental right. health and wellness. Um, I was hosting it at the beginning, but after two weeks, I was like, OK. Not like, I can't, I can't. Little genius. <laughs> like, well, it was just like, I, I don't. I, I can't be hosting a podcast and then trying to run a company with yeah. my business partner. It just doesn't. And, you know, we had some cool people on. I was able to have Ludacris on. That was a great episode. Like, we, we had some awesome people on. But once I passed it off to him, I had an episode with him. And he opened up about his thing. And I opened up. And then he he called me. And he was like, hey, man, um, I got to be a part of what you guys are doing, man. Like, if, if, if you're open to it, I'll, I'll, you know, start another podcast. You guys can power it, produce it, or I'll take over the podcast. I'm like, dude, done here. <laughs> like you're, you're, it's perfect. You know, he's, he's, um, you know, male, um, you know, he's Puerto Rican. He's, he's able to, to talk to multiple, multiple, you know, cultures and people and disciplines. We have everybody on talking about mental health, no matter if, you know, business owners, athletes, like, whatever it is. And, and then we also have a segment where he interviews the audience and talks to the audience and answers mental health questions from the audience. And then we bring on mental health experts from our company to give expert advice. Um, and so that's, that's the podcast. 
Man, it, it, it sounds amazing. So look, oneandonelife.com. Make sure you go to Off the Cuff, right? Mm-hmm. Off the Cuff, right? Off the Cuff. Make sure YouTube. Yep. Is it on any other is it podcast mediums other than YouTube? Yep. Off the Cuff with uh, Danny Lopriori is on YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Gotcha. Gotcha. Make sure y'all are checking it out. Look, there's one thing, you know, I could talk forever, right? When, especially when it's a good conversation, compound interest, right? I, I could compound interest this conversation uh, for the rest of the evening. And But mental health is so key and, and so crucial to me. Uh, you know, I've been practicing writing about, you know, uh, being a practitioner of mental health and wellness for black men for we won't date myself. Y'all know how old I am. We won't have to say it again. Uh, <laughs> for a long, uh, 32. Uh, All right. Continue. There you go. It, it, this is early onset gray. Uh, <laughs> so um, it, it, it's just taking, making sure that we're taking care of ourselves. As Thomas said earlier, that, that self-care. And that self-care also starts with how are we watching and caring for our health so you know there's there's a there's a juxtaposition there's a concomitant bond between mental health and health and mm-hmm. understanding your health and how we are one per, how we're compounding our entire wellness our holistic wellness and i don't want to give a you know i'm not trying to provide advertisement for peloton or whoop or aura but I see you got a whoop on. We talked. We we talked about that, right? Yeah. I, I just got this aura ring, uh, and thank you to my good friend uh, Nate for just like sharing. Like he he got a new ring, and and one thing Aura says: if you get a new ring, share it with a friend, right? Mm-hmm. What have you found in your 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 compound interest, right? When it comes to understanding the variables in which help you be a better version of yourself, what does whoop or what does the wearable do for you? And making sure that you're ready for the day. Well, it just it just comes down to to self awareness and understanding, and 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 self understanding, and, and and it's also being able to see insights and patterns from data. You know, I wasn't I wasn't really a big data guy until um, you know 2016. Uh, I led a division at at a marketing agency. One of one of my mentors, Deanna McFadder she's one of the most brilliant people with data I've ever seen. And she challenged me. She was like, look, you know, T drew, like you, you, you pick up stuff fast and you have a knack for this stuff, but I want you to get a place where you let data supplant your intuition. Mm. Like you're able, you're able to look at data and say, okay, this is fueling the story as to why my intuition is correct. And it's the same thing with, with the whoop and everything. Um, the reason why I like it so much is because it lets me know and I'm able to make these connections in between where, okay, if I'm in the green and this is why the whoop is so brilliant because they gamified the whole thing. <laughs> I'm like, if I'm in the green, then there's always been times where I'm like, okay, I was in the green and I just had the most amazing day. I was able right. to focus. Th- I zoomed through this. I felt this way. My workout was this. And, and you start to make these, these conjectures from looking at the data and then like taking a step back and analyzing your day once it's done and saying, Oh, there's a real correlation between the amount of sleep I get, the quality of sleep I get, the sleep disturbances, the REM sleep, all this other type of stuff, even the workouts, like, you know, what's been great for just my friend group is just our community. 
And we're just like, yo, I'll, I'll like send a group text, like my chief of staff, Steve. I'm like, yo, Steve, how the hell did you burn for 4,000 calories today? Good <laughs> God, dog. Like, what the hell? Like, what are you so, doing? Uh, you know, right. And it's just like, you're, you know, and, and that's the thing. It's like, mm. and, and, you know, look, like I said earlier, I, I learn every day. I don't, I don't know everything. Sometimes I feel like I don't know a damn thing, but what I do know is that the businesses that over-index and focus on community will win. And that is one thing that Whoop has done so well is they figured out a way to gamify community and bring community together in that way, but also make the leaderboard and that thing not make you feel bad. It's right. just like, oh, go friend. Let me like, oh, like you're like, oh, Jess, I saw like, you know, usually with your hit, you're in between like this strain, but today you had like a, you did like an 18 strain, like good for you. Right. And, right. and that's important. That, that, that's, right. That's important. right. And so whatever it is, whether it's a whoop and aura ring, like whatever it is, the more understanding that you have of yourself and what you're doing on a day to day, so you can adapt. And so you can try different things. I mean, dude, it, it, it's crazy. Even with diet, like if, if, if you like look at, you know, what you're eating and how late you eat, and how that affects your sleep quality and sleep disturbance. There's so many different things that you can that you can do and that you that, that you can take. So that that's why I love it. I mean, I rare I rarely ever take it off. Right. No, and I, I love that. And so that that's another part of this masterclass that you've given us today, right? And I think it's important because I'm gonna say this out loud, revolutionaries, right? I don't know if black men, I, I don't know, are talking like this. Now I, and I don't know how many black men or men of color I know that have whoop. I, I don't know. Right. And that's and maybe that's my failure. Um, I got my Garmin watch on, you know, uh, but, I, you know, I take my watch off. What I realize is that I actually I've, I've had the ring on for 24 hours now, the aura ring on for 24 hours. I've forgotten time and time again I got it on. So I'm going to get used to it. But I've been looking at my stats today. Right. And it really analyzing my sleep. And I, I have trouble sleeping. But it was really, really good to see, like, understanding of the deep sleep, when, how long I was awake and what that does and how I've actually felt today. You know, I'm going to go home and get on to my other community. We talked about earlier, you know, that, that, that cult is Peloton. But um, <laughs> I'm a, I'll see y'all, right? Um, but that's about community as well, right? I get mm -hmm. on my Facebook group. I can, I can laugh and joke, and there's a push. And that's the thing. I, I think that we're going to be better versions of ourselves by understanding the data. I can, right, I, I finally figured out my Peloton, right, why why the, the personal record was ahead of my actual number. I was like, wait, why? Oh, this is how I, it's, it's pacing me, mm -hmm. right? It's the pace. And so I could, if I say I want to run for my PR, it's like you got to go after it. And mm -hmm. so there's the data and the importance of that data in our lives and understanding that. I think I, not only is it the future, we will be able to live longer if we understand that data. Oh, live longer and, and live better. And, say it again. And live better. And for us, we know the numbers, right? If you look like me and you, you know the numbers. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, right? The stress and strain understanding that and then taking the actual steps. So it's one thing about understanding the data. It's then implementing that data to change, change what change 1% mm -hmm. every day, compound your life, right? The, 
Man, I, I, that's a mic drop, Thomas. Like, compound your life 1% better. Mm-hmm. Like, I could go on all day. One and one life.com off the cuff. Find it on YouTube and uh, Spotify and SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Brother, it has been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. This is this is the dope stuff we're talking about. When you talk about finding and embracing the revolution within you, listen to this time and time again. Let me tell you. Man, Thomas Charles, Juice. You're you're, you're an, an amazing host, man. You're you're doing some amazing stuff and and you know, I really don't think you realize how many revolutions that you've probably caused from your revolution. So keep keep doing your thing, man. There's a as a young black man, it is amazing seeing people like you um, doing what you're doing. So you're you're one of those examples that, that I always talk about. So keep keep being that, please. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. And to all my revolutionaries out there, look, you know, I love you. Uh, we've been through this journey you know, together and filling our revolutions. And so making sure that you are continually asking that question of yourself. What we say it's the most thought-provoking question yeah derek i said that it's the most thought-provoking question of your life what's your revolution everyone i'll talk to you soon look enjoy your holidays i love you i love you i love you peace